wrestled and prayed by God. King Ned, the proud butcher, warrior beast, found his heart redirected by the God who punished him and then restored him. That is the challenge of the church. And listen to a few of King Ned's words from that beginning that I want us to mention. Verse 2. It is my pleasure to tell you about an act of signs and wonders that the Most High God has performed for me. And so what Ned is going to do in this chapter is he's going to unpack his life-changing encounter with the God of the universe. And then his, his kingdom is an eternal kingdom whose dominion endures from generation to generation. And so what he's going to model for us is, is an awareness that his call in life has intersected with God's giant one. And he speaks to the idea that his God awareness yielded a change in his life. We might say that when we have an encounter with God, there's always some kind of change in our soul. In verse 3, he talks about I, Nebuchadnezzar, praise and exalt and glorify the King of heaven. But I too, like many of the others, wonder about the we know this is now very close to the end of his life, the end of his reign, and perhaps what took place after that would reflect more of the kingdom of God than he had seen before his death. So right now today we're going to allow you to do the story or be reading behind me, because it is an important story for this chapter, because many of the people, if not most of us in this room, have actually had a record or we have had an adventure with God in a way that we haven't. And so I'm going to read these comments and then talk talk a little bit and do that in a moment. So we're going to see that entire story beginning with verse 1. I, Nebuchadnezzar, was at home in my palace consenting with all the guests. My palace was without problem in being a confidant. Verse 5. I had a dream, dream of some God, that made me afraid. And as I examined by the images and visions that passed through my mind, terrified me. So I commanded that all the wise men of Babylon report that my dream, what they said to me, interpret this terrifying dream. Then it goes on to verse 8. Finally, Daniel came into my sight. I called him by name. Now, Daniel had been one for a number of years had been able to successfully interpret God's dreams. And so, Nebuchadnezzar is next to me, verse 10, is going to describe the dream and vision that he had. I looked, and there before me stood a tree in the middle of the land, and its height was marvelous. Its fruits were wise, and strong as top of the sky, and it was visible to the ends of the earth, yet from the ends of the earth. Its leaves were beautiful, its fruit abundant, and on it was food for animals. And under it, the wild animals found shelter, and the birds lived in its branches. From it, every tree gave its bud. Now, this is not what I think highlighted life in D&D. The tree image is not unusual uh, to those of us who are familiar with scripture. Because if you go back to the Garden of Eden, as we go to the book of Revelation, we find that the scriptures are literally pointing to the trees of life. And that's what's being described here. The tree of life is the fruit that they find for those under its care. And then we'll read through the process. Verse 13. In the visions I saw was lying in bed, I looked, and there before me was a holy one, a messenger coming down from heaven, calling me, and saying, A 
this morning in Mark chapter 9. What a fascinating life in the world around him as it applies to him and his men. The way that God, the way that God enables and enables us to trust. And we think we are doing this because we are amazing.
Lord. And I just pray for you. I have honored and glorified him to your